Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 21st of August. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1885 and we travel to Scotland, where today Lord Adam Gifford's will was finalised. A large part of his substantial fortune was made from a lucrative private practice in law in Edinburgh. And a substantial part of his last testament and will bequeathed an endowment of the four Gifford lectureships on natural theology, in connection with each of the four universities in Scotland that were then in existence Aberdeen, Glasgow, Edinburgh, and St Andrews. The lectures were to be given as a series with the intention of publishing a book. And a number of these works have become classics in the fields of theology or philosophy and the relationship between religion and science. Notable Gifford lecturers in Aberdeen were Karl Barth, Paul Tillich, Alistair McGrath, N.T. Wright and Hannah Arendt, who was the first woman between 1972 and 1974 on the history of the mind. In Edinburgh, the third lecture series given in 1900-02 by the Harvard psychologist William James on the varieties of religious experience have become a classic in the field. Other Gifford lectures in Edinburgh include Henri Bergson, Albert Schweitzer, Niels Bohr, Rudolf Bultmann, Iris Murdoch and Jürgen Moltmann. Recently, the former British Prime Minister and the son of a Presbyterian minister, Gordon Brown, gave one on the future of jobs and justice. In Glasgow, the lecture series have been more sporadic, including more eclectic lectures by Carl Sagan and Richard Dawkins, who in 1988 gave a series called Worlds in Microcosm. And finally, in St Andrews, they have included Stanley Hauerwas and Alvin Plantinga, with the American philosopher and Episcopal priest Marilyn McCord Adams speaking on the coherence of Christology in 1999. Altogether, they embody a rich and varied source of knowledge and can be accessed through their website. Gifford has been described as a man of a philosophical turn of mind and a student of the works of the Dutch philosopher Spinoza, one of the early thinkers of enlightenment and modern biblical criticism. However, a turning point in Adam Gifford's life was when he heard a series of lectures by Ralph Waldo Emerson, given in 1843 in Edinburgh. Emerson's Transcendentalism appealed to Gifford, as did his later reading of Spinoza. He did not explore his own religious and metaphysical ideology to the point of answering the question of whether or not he believed God was a person, but to use the words from today's bequest, he was firmly convinced that the true knowledge of God, wherever felt and acted on, is the means of man's highest well-being and the security of his upward progress. 
Gifford held office as a judge from 1870 to 1881, despite symptoms of paralysis from 1872 onwards. And as a judge, Lord Gifford was known to make up his mind quickly and to act independently and fairly. He had little respect for technicalities and he had a penchant for reaching conclusions based on common sense. As a judge, he was in great demand as a public lecturer, but one whose lecture topics related less frequently to jurisprudence than to metaphysics and philosophical religion. Lord Gifford's interest in philosophical religion was well known in Edinburgh, and after retiring in 1881, he gave lectures to popular audiences on such subjects such as Emerson, Substance, Hindu Incarnationism and St. Bernard. Today's settlement partly reads, There will be a large residue of my means in this state, and being of an opinion that I am bound to employ it or part of it for the good of my fellow men, and having considered how I might best do so, I direct the residue to be disposed of as follows. I, having been for many years deeply and firmly convinced that the true knowledge of God, that is of the being, nature and attributes of the infinite, of the all, of the first and the only cause, that is the one and only substance and being, and the true and felt knowledge, not mere nominal knowledge, of the relations of man and of the universe to him, and the true foundations of all ethics and morals, being, I say, convinced that this knowledge, when really felt and acted on, is the means of man's highest well-being and the security of his upward progress. I have resolved, from the residue of my estate, as aforesaid, to institute and found, in connection, if possible, with the Scottish universities, lectureships or classes for the promotion of the study of said subjects and for the teaching and diffusion of sound views regarding them among the whole population of Scotland. The rather lengthy will and testament is witnessed and signed by James Fowlis, a master of divinity, and John Campbell, a cab driver. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can, as we look at the work of the theologian Henri de Lubac. For this year's archive of podcasts, please visit www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com. If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. And have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.